0: Welcome to Barry the Leap. I'm one of your co hosts, Winnipeg Free Press, Paul Mustens Roddy. I'm your other co host, Winnipeg Free Press, whoa, <laughs> Winnipeg Free Press multimedia producer, Aaron Labar. I <laughs> can already tell what kind of show this is going to be. <laughs> Usually you nail that. I'm, your, your, I'm struggling your today. Your wordy title. It's a very um, busy day. <laughs> <laughs> it has. We are in the, uh, we're recording in the newsroom today yes. because it's um, Budget Wine of the Month the Club or yes. Wine with Ben. Yeah, Wine with Ben. Uh, So he'll be on the show later. Uh, What else are we talking about today? Um, We're going to be talking about holiday related stress Mm -hmm. and and all those things that go with it. And kind of how stress manifests. Yeah. Ooh. Unison. Yeah. In strange ways in your body and also your mind. First though, how was your week? I've had a very busy week, both with work things and fun things, which, you know, is atypical for this time of year because normally I'm in hibernation mode. Mm -hmm. Yep. So on Friday last week, I went to Hearth on St. Anne's, the new, I don't know if it's new, but it's a restaurant. It's It's new-ish. Yep. Um, Delicious, though. I can highly recommend. I love cheese. Cheese does not always love me, (laughs) but I love cheese. And they had this amazing burrata. I don't know what kind of cheese it is. I think it's like a mozzarella and then you put it on a grilled bread and there's mm-hmm. tomatoes and garlic and stuff you put on top sounds oh, delightful sounds so good and then sounds it, ideal they have all these pasta dishes and pizza i'm having dreams about it oh my god it sounds so good i'm already trying to plan another trip back i've heard nothing but good things I've even not though been it's yet. from where we are here it's at the ends of the earth like it's all the way down st Anne's. yes <laughs> so but i think it's also good that oh, that yeah. neighborhood has something like oh, that for there, sure you know so yeah but it's delicious and then on monday i went to do trivia night at the goodwill you know I love a good trivia. You do. This so. was like a general trivia, yeah, right? Yeah. Sometimes I like to do the thematic ones. Yes. But this one was just general pups, dumpers trivia, and I went with some people from my book club. Fun. And we take it very seriously. The questions were so hard. Like, so hard. Yeah, but didn't you go and it was like, this is level 12 of 12. Yeah, it was the hardest week um ever. And we came in fifth place out of maybe so like 10 or 11 teams. So I was that's pretty, pretty good. I was pretty proud of us, even though we could have done better, but we second guessed ourselves a lot. Yeah. See, so we got to bump up the old confidence. Exactly. Meter. You just have to be confident. Yeah. You know, I've never done a trivia night. Are you joking? No. And it seems like it's something that I would excel Ex- at. Yes. Because you love winning things and being right about stuff. <laughs> and I mean that in the most positive way. Both true statements. And I also know a lot of random things well, about next time we random go, you topics. Come. I should. It's really yeah, f- and it's it's free and it's free. Yeah, awesome. What did you do this week? Oh my goodness! So I have been working on a very large story concerning Stella's, which is a very popular restaurant chain chain in Winnipeg that kind of uh, went under fire on social media. But I had also heard complaints independent of that. Yeah, um, about everything from harassment to labor practice, labor practice. Yeah. All kinds of things going on. Uh, So that has taken up the bulk of my time. Yeah. You've been pretty much on the Stella's beat for the last week. Yeah. Just uh, meeting with people and talking with people and kind of, uh, I have a story coming out on Saturday that's kind of taking more of a broader look at kind of the industry in general, like the restaurant industry. Yeah. And what some ways forward are, because I think you can get caught up on the negative things and sort of the specifics, but okay. And then like jumping to the gun of boycotting and all these kind of things. Right. So address those specifics, but also what are some ways forward? So that is coming out on Saturday. Stress. We're stressed. Always. Always stressed. People often say, how can you be stressed? You work in the arts and life department, (laughs) but that doesn't mean we don't have deadlines and things that we have to do in a timely fashion and sometimes investigations into everybody's favorite breakfast place (laughs) (laughs) um so yeah there's definitely um day-to-day stress for sure uh we're not really going to talk about day-to-day stress so much no this is a particular varietal of stress yeah the holiday stress it's also special occasion stress yeah in general yeah which I think you can talk about as someone who's planning a wedding. Yeah, so this kind of came up in discussion because, uh, as many regular listeners know, I'm in the midst of wedding planning, and I don't feel like outwardly very stressed about it because we've been And you don't of, seem very outwardly right. stressed about it. i That's just. It's not in my nature to be stressed about things like that. And it's I'm, also almost a full calendar year away. Right. Right. There's tons of time. I'm a very organized person. We've kind of been booking stuff slowly, paying for yeah, stuff slowly. I feel pretty chill. Sure. My subconscious, however, is losing its mind. Disagrees. Disagrees thoroughly. So in the last couple of months, I've had two incredibly vivid, like, wedding-related nightmares, which is really, um, it's really taken me back. Like, when I wake up, I'm sweating and just, like, w- and they feel, they're so vivid. And they feel yeah, so Yeah, those real. realistic ones. So real. Like, and I'm a very vivid dreamer to begin with. Same. But this, these ones are, like, especially real. <laughs> the i'm just gonna jump in yeah and say that my realistic dreams are not necessarily my stress dreams but they're dreams in which i randomly have lots of money oh and a then dream, I wake dream. up and I don't have lots of money. <laughs> and you're like, wah wah. <laughs> right. Because it's so realistic that for the first five minutes upon waking, you're like, I'm, I'm rich. Like, Amazing. <laughs> I have all this money. And then it's like, oh, I don't. But anyway, Yeah. I want to know more about the dream. <laughs> right. Okay. Especially so. <laughs> last because you actually haven't told me the one from last night? Correct. Okay. Well, the first one was a wedding rehearsal scenario. And we were in the church. <sighs> Which is already just <laughs> so having a church. This, it's, uh it was kind of like a combination of the my regular church the slovenian catholic church and the church that we're actually getting married in so that was already kind of weird Mm -hmm. and then there were all these people there like as if they were there for a regular sunday service i'm like why are we doing a rehearsal now when there's like a thousand people here that are not related to anything with our wedding so that was first already like why are these people here you know and then everything was going wrong like everyone was asking me questions that i didn't know the answers to. Everyone or like um, we were planning on booking a band or someone to play at the ceremony. We hadn't booked them the day before the wedding. And I'm like, wait, why didn't we do this? <laughs> like, that's oh, very no. unlike me. And then my mom would come over and ask me what we're doing for the rehearsal dinner. And I'm like, I was not in charge of planning the rehearsal dinner. She's like, what do you mean? Of course you were. It's your wedding. Oh my God. And I'm like, oh, my God, no one has food. And, the <laughs> and then like the priest was different. And then this priest decided he would bring in this was the weirdest part, uh, Chinese acrobatic group to like perform during the ceremony. Well, and maybe I, he was just, you know, knew of your love of Cirque du Soleil. <laughs> maybe. But I literally ran over to him and yelled in his face. No, no acrobats. <laughs> like right in his face. And my mom was like, good job, honey. You stand up for what you want. Oh my and God. And like it just, it just progressed like that for what felt like both a literal, literal and dream hour. Like I feel like it was time. Right. Like it was real yeah, time. Yeah. Oh yeah, stress dreams. Then I woke up and I was like, "Oh my god!" And I remembered everything. That's the thing I find with stress dreams, and sometimes mine are recurring. So even if I don't have like a big event coming up, yeah, like they're often like, "It turns out that I didn't finish high school," (laughs) (laughs) like it's stuff like that, or like you're actually one credit short from graduating, and you don't. You're a fraud. (laughs) Yeah, like it's stuff like that. You're fired and take your degree away. Or I somehow live. So I lived in an apartment on osborne mm-hmm. for like four years and i have really vivid dreams about. It. And i don't know if it's because it was my first place on my Probably, own or like and what i loved it i did it was a good apartment and uh but sometimes i have dreams where i have to live there and yet i still have my house <laughs> so and to so pay it's, double so the logic me is always like but you have a house live in it like and you know how sometimes you can kind of yeah. be a little bit conscious in your dreams yeah. and kind of direct how things go yeah but uh yeah my stress dreams manifest in really weird ways so then the one last night oh my god we were actually at the wedding reception and i'm in this hideous dress that i hate oh no nothing like what i have thought about i haven't tried anything on yet what did this what did it look like it was like oh god it was like a sweetheart sort of fitted like Ah. fit and flare Ah. with like lots of ruffles and then this like bright gold beading (laughs) like brocade (laughs) style beading (laughs) And it's like 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 sleeveless, strapless sweetheart, like exact opposite of what I want. All right. And it was horrible. So you're in this horrible dress. And I'm like, oh, how did this happen? And then the photographer wasn't there. I didn't get any pictures of my family. I ended up leaving my own reception for like two hours and then coming back. Oh, my God. And being like, oh, everybody's gone. I guess this is done now. And then the next day, my dream continued into the next day. I was like sitting in the car with my mom, crying. We were in Montreal for some reason, crying. Being like, "I don't even have any pictures with you from my wedding day. I don't have any pictures with my family. Like, I don't even understand how this all happened. Like, this was nothing of what I wanted." Like crying, 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 and then I woke up. That's (laughs) terrible. I know, right? Oh, I don't. I don't think I had any stress. I must have. I just have blocked them out. And also, if any other people who have gotten married or or getting married have experienced this, please send me an email and tell me about it. I honestly don't. I must have, but I don't remember them. This is a totally new experience for me. I still have work stress dreams about the very first place I worked, which was Laura Secord, (laughs) (laughs) like and them like and stuff like stuff like them changing the till and me not knowing how to operate it. Your stress dreams seem very minor (laughs) in comparison. (laughs) No offense. They're also, but they're also recurring. And so that's how I know that I'm usually stressed about something else is when this has come. That's what I'm kind of hoping that it's like I'm stressed about other things. And we were talking about wedding stuff with my parents last night before I went, like before we came home. Yeah. So I'm hoping that's what it is. But like, it's just really scary to wake up and like feel like your your subconscious is like sabotaging you i have dreams sometimes about the following day so if i have a a big stressful (laughs) day coming up you're so confused and you wake up i know it's like but i already lived this but then it makes you weirdly feel more prepared (laughs) it's like a trial run and you're like i'm ready but i will say your subconscious may be onto something because my sister-in-law through no fault of her own ended up not having a photo of her and her mom my mother-in-law from her wedding yeah oh my god so don't tell me that no but my advice to you it's on the shot list shot list yeah have a shot list yeah i don't think she had a shot list but It'll i think work. she had mentioned it a few times and you know how much i love lists. but yeah so oh my gosh it could be a little bit of like a your subconscious oh, trying to prepare you maybe but yeah dreams they're weird yeah but we also wanted to tie this into a little bit of like holiday stress mm-hmm. because this time of year while festive and lovely can also be incredibly stressful for people oh for sure there's lots of like let's not beat around the bush there's lots of pressure around this time of year in terms of expectations with family and especially yeah i find as you get older and you start having like blended families or like in-laws so hard people start having kids and it 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 gets complicated right it does and not only like with family but there's like work events friend events sure yeah um making sure your place is pristine in case someone happens to pop over for a festive drink after work and the fact that you don't necessarily have time off other than like the the days right and shopping and that we'll get to that we'll get to that but yeah it can be a stressful time of year it can also be stressful if say you have recently lost someone yes that is close to you i did a story i think it was last year but it might have been two christmas christmases ago about holiday grief and how Mm -hmm. people deal with it and there are actually a lot of um churches that do services i think they're called blue christmas services Mm -hmm. that are just meant to like be a safe spot for people to go and express their grief if they're dealing with a holiday season without someone for the first time. Yeah, it can be hard. It can also be hard if you have kind of fraught relationships with your family. Exactly. Or if you don't live in the same city as your family. Yes. So there's lots of stresses. Basically, no matter how you cut it, you're going to be stressed out. You're going to be feeling (laughs) something. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So yeah. How to deal. How to deal. I like to eat cookies. Mm -hmm. I like to make sure... And obviously, as someone who just spent 10 minutes talking about stress dreams, I may not be the best person to give advice, <laughs> but I like to try to make sure that while I'm scheduling um, different events to go to, different parties, different this and that or whatever, I also am making the intention to um, schedule time for myself. I think that's really important. So I'm like, if I have, an, if I have something to go to Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Saturday, mm-hmm. Tuesday and Thursday, I'm off the clock. Like I'm at yeah. home in my sweats watching Survivor. For like, sure. Game over i think that's super important yeah um i also think like and this is stuff that i think can happen anytime but i think particularly around the holidays it's really easy to get out of your routine right because there's yes. so many like parties unexpected, and things to go things, to and yeah. unexpected things um so just trying to adhere as much as possible to like your stuff so if that for you is going to yoga or working out mm-hmm. or like meal planning or things that kind of anything keep that you will save your mental health sleep right? mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff mm-hmm. making that a priority and then also recognizing that just because you go to the thing doesn't mean you have to stay at the thing and also That's you don't have to go to you don't thing. have to go to the thing fomo is not a thing no fear of missing out you, yeah you, no, i do i remember 10 of the 10 of the parties that i went to last holiday no no i mean i'm sure i had a lovely time But like if I didn't go, I don't think it would drastically impact my life in any way. You don't have to go to the thing. You also don't have to spend a lot of money. And I think that's also a thing that it is so easy to rack up the credit card bill from like now through Christmas. And uh, there is a financial blog that I follow called Half banked Mm-hmm. recommend checking out yeah a woman from Ottawa does it I think I've mentioned it on the pod before um but she just had a post about budgeting for the holidays and mm-hmm. how it's also like it's the gifts but it's also everything else well yeah Where sometimes you forget right dinners like, gro- drinks yeah, even extra groceries if groceries. you're a baker yeah exactly I was gonna say like I make a lot of holiday cookies but it's something I enjoy doing mm-hmm. but it's not cheap like and you might not factor it into your budget. Right, right. I probably spend, I would say, between 100 and 150 dollars right. on ingredients. So that's not insignificant. No. So yeah, kind of identifying a budget and then sticking to it, I think, also helps mitigate some of the stress. And also being creative. So whether that means like maybe discussing with your family, like, hey, I don't want to buy everyone a gift this year. Let's do like the yeah. pull a name out of hat. Yeah. Thing. So we used to do that on both sides. We used to pick one person to buy for, and this year we've just like eliminated that completely because everyone even all the cousins and stuff are over the age of probably 25 almost everybody so we're just eliminating gifts we're donating to a charity instead and then we play like kind of like a white elephant game where you just put in a 20 dollar prize and that's all you that's all you perfect that's awesome yeah it's we're finding that it's working out so much better because really we just want to hang out with each other and like play games it doesn't really matter well that's that's, yeah that's what makes this season fun right right and if you're hanging out with people that judge you based on what you give them as a present those are not the right people to be hanging out with anyway exactly that's also stressful
1: yeah expectations
0: expectations so as much as you know you can kind of cut those out yeah the better off you will be and you will have an actually happy season as opposed to a season filled with obligation (laughs) one thing before we get to chatting with ben i'm going to mention we have a very special announcement yes speaking That's of so the holidays yeah i wanted to kind of slide it in here before we get distracted with all the wine that we're about to drink mm-hmm. um we have a Barry the lead live podcast holiday spectacular yeah i'm so excited i know i'm so excited too i but, feel like i should have had some sound effects i know right, queued up from like the an air horn sounds app. <laughs> it's one of my goals to learn how to mimic an air horn like with your mouth yes how i don't know but (laughs) what a weird goal to have okay but listen here's here's why first of all i feel like it would come in handy like in moments such as now (laughs) secondly (laughs) secondly any sporting event secondly the guy from the mindy project Uh uh-huh anders i think his name is he was like her one of her boyfriends okay yeah who's in champions yes so that guy he does a very impressive air horn I'm gonna have to Google this. He, it's in an episode of Champions. He does it. And I was like, that is impressive. Ooh. And so that is a skill I want to develop. You should tweet at him. Maybe there's like a trick. I should to it. maybe. I guarantee but, he'll answer yeah. you. But that's what I felt that moment called for was an air horn. Anyway, anyway, mark your calendars. Sunday, December sixteenth, West End Cultural Center. It's gonna be an afternoon thing, not yep. an evening thing. Um, just for a couple hours. We have so many exciting special guests that are gonna come and hang out with us, which we will reveal at a later time. Yeah um again ticket information will be coming at a later date as well we just wanted everyone to save the date yes and proceeds from this event go to support miracle on mountain which is the free Press's holiday charity holiday charity it actually ends up going to christmas cheerboard yeah so that's what you're supporting so it's for a good cause yeah so all the proceeds from ticket sales um will be going and it'll be like a fun variety show yeah you can bring your kids to it absolutely it'll be super fun we're looking at figuring out some kind of snack situation because you know we love snacks. Yeah, it's gonna be great. It's gonna be a really fun afternoon, so we really hope that you guys can all make it out. We're back with Ben McPhee Sigurdsson, wine expert. Hi. <laughs> uh, it's been probably a little bit more than a month since your since so. your last guest appearance, but what, we're we're what glad did we you're do back. Last time? Um all can I remember is that there was a lengthy discussion. of. Oh, yeah. can't. We did cannabis, the beer.
1: Oh, right. Uh, I didn't taste that, though, did I? No, that was Saul. No. Yeah. yeah. But we
0: did, um, there was a lengthy lengthy discussion about orange wines. That's right. And we tried a red of some kind. Mm-hmm. And I can't remember what it was or what the theme was.
1: Nor can. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> we'll just edit all of this out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> remember last but episode? But this week, we do know what the theme yeah, is.
0: Yeah. And that is winter whites.
1: Yeah, so I'm writing about white wines that uh, for for uncorked in the you know the regular weekend uh, arts section or whatever about white wines that you can drink that are that are good to drink in the winter. I mean, you typically think you know light crisp white wines in the summer and bubbly mm-hmm. and stuff like that, and red wines in in cooler months or whatever. But uh, I don't know. I w- it was sort of a fun little uh, journey and experiment I did, uh, you know, trying some some different wines that might work well with I don't know heartier dishes or stews or like root vegetables or Christmas oh, dinner or yes whatever. I
0: hadn't really considered the pairing mm-hmm. aspect and mm-hmm. that we do tend to eat like heartier mm-hmm. richer food
1: yeah like I mean I wouldn't go for like a sort of a, a simpler pinot grigio or sauvignon blanc or something like that but there's lots of wines with lots of character that would work well with a, a variety of different dishes and also sort of you know might be a little bit heartier or something that you might consider more with you know cooler temperatures or whatever so
0: yeah what do you have for have us today
1: well, um, this month I have the Sumac Ridge uh, Private uh, Reserve. Is that what is it still called? I don't know. Sumac Ridge Estate Winery. Yeah, Private Reserve Gewurztraminer. It's, uh, sorry? Say that again. Gewurztraminer.
0: Yeah, I just, uh, there's yeah. a lot of letters on that bottle.
1: There is, and there's one umlaut, actually. <laughs> um, and it I, I think it literally means spicy... From Tramon or something like that. Like it's actually it sounds it sounds <laughs> German, but it's actually from the Tramon region originally, I think, of Italy. Oh. Uh, which is right near the German border, I believe. So there's like some crossover with languages there. I see. This is probably all entirely incorrect, but you can no it. No one's gonna Google out. it. It's That's fine. True. It's um, fine. So, so I'm just gonna from, take your word for it. Yeah, this is from the Okanagan Valley. Um this is like a long standing staple of this winery it's um it's regular 14.99 which comes in a little higher after taxes it's than your right. price point but it's on sale right now for 13.49 Woo-hoo. so after taxes it still comes out just a little bit north of $15 but um Agent I like the
0: very slender bottle.
1: Yeah, it's sort of a Gewürztraminer and Riesling <laughs> typically often come in these taller skinnier bottles um, it's um yeah 2016 vintage was a pretty hot one it might have a little bit of sweetness but it's got um three months aging and stainless steel i think uh no oak though like not oaky at okay. all or whatever one thing i mean you know uh, certain wines are uh, certain whites are good for um cooler weather because they're richer and more robust and hardier and, and more full body like Chardonnay or Viognier or something like that but this this sort of falls more into like with Riesling and Austrian Gruner Weltliner and stuff where it's just like it's got nice spicy characteristics to it and really intense um flavors so okay yeah that was sort of my thinking on it yeah uh, sounds I haven't, good. haven't had it in a while I have a few different shapes of glasses here I just got um this new glass called Zalto um and it's uh like this crazy it's I think it's like they're 75 bucks each or something I've only ever used them like two or three times in my life <laughs> Aaron's and face is great and I wish you could see it's it it's terrifying it's she's so, a it's so light um but I don't know I'll pour it into a few different glasses and we can try them from all sure. the glasses uh and you can see if there's a difference I don't know I haven't done a comparative tasting I to me it tastes everything tastes amazing out of these glasses but maybe it's just because I'm you know brainwashed by the price or something you know
0: i was gonna say it's probably all just a state of mind you're could like be, yeah. i'm drinking from a 75 five dollar wine glass yeah i'm fancy everything's I delicious
1: know. you could buy like a half dozen bottle of these i know i was gonna i literally
0: was calculating in my head how many budget wine bottles uh, of, of the month you could purchase for 75 i believe it would be six times 15 would yeah. be
1: 75 all right here we go i'll see if i can break it i've only had it for like th- well my birthday was on tuesday so i'll just <laughs> pour them and variety of glasses we've got the sort of workhorse uh very basic wine glass we've got sort of a mid-range uh glass here from trudeau and then we've got the fancy Zalto.
0: so typically what differences in taste should you notice when you're drinking from a a quote-unquote better wine glass
1: well i mean different wine glasses have different shapes too so um you know sometimes that yeah this one has quite
0: a kind of squareness to it's, the bottom it's kind of yeah at yeah, the top yeah. Too.
1: um and so that will sort of which actually, i like yeah no it's it's very aesthetically styli- it's very stylish looking and aesthetically pleasing um you know uh, as you move up in, in price and stuff like this is hand-blown um austrian crystal it's um apparently dishwasher safe which is which seems outrageous to me that seems a wild yeah i agree like i don't even consider it being safe n- with me near a sink like that's yeah. no that's you know, seems dangerous not. enough yeah um but uh th- that's what it says i don't have a dishwasher so it doesn't matter but um it will direct sometimes the shape of a wine will direct a wine to a different part of your palate initially so that um y- you know it, maybe it hits the sort of sweeter or savory or whatever um taste buds in a different order um, I think is sort of the main reasoning, um, and and a bigger, wider glass will allow you to swirl more and get more aromatic compounds coming out of the wine before you even taste it. So that's sort of some of the reasoning.
0: I always learn so much when you're here, Ben. I try. <laughs> um,
1: so yeah, go for it. You guys can pick whichever glass you want. There's three different glasses. I'm just gonna poured. take
0: the plebeian glass. Go, oh, come on. Because it doesn't. I'm my palate is just basic, so well, I'm gonna be a basic and drink from this basic glass. You can compare
1: glass. And contrast if you want. And yeah. I will. I'm going to take the You challenge. know what?
0: I actually don't and this is probably just all
1: psychological as mm-hmm. discussed. But like those kind of wine glasses, mm-hmm.
0: I don't like drinking
1: from. No, no. I'm I'm not It's. I'm not a huge fan of it either. I mean, and I
0: don't know why. And it's and it's actually the same thing with it's not even specific to wine glasses. Mm-hmm. Like I don't like coffee mugs that are like too dark mm-hmm. inside. Okay. I don't like um drinking like water out of an opaque cup like i prefer it out of a glass
1: now i'm learning things about you guys holy hoity toity (laughs) jesus i drink wine
0: out of a literal tumbler
1: i do too (laughs) i I drink wine out of a literal bottle the bottle that it was sold to me
0: yeah (laughs) sometimes not all the time i mean and i use my plastic interstellar rodeo glasses all the time as do i because i don't
1: trust guests with nice things yeah i don't even trust myself with this nice but see i
0: like that because that was still a wine glass Mm -hmm. versus drinking wine at most functions where it's like out of
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: Not as good a glass.
1: Okay, I'm going to go for the plebe glass too.
0: I actually quite like the taste of this. So that we can actually I don't find taste it too it. sweet. Sometimes whites are too sweet for yeah. me. And it yeah. doesn't have that, like, dr- it's not dry.
1: No, to me it's got, like, like crazy, like, peach and apricot. Yeah, very and fruity. a little bit of spice. Like, g- like Gewürztraminer tends to have a little bit of spice to it. Hence the fact that it's got Gewürzt in the name, which means something to do with spice. Um, Gewürzt? <laughs> I know. Um, but at least now, if you say it fast enough, that's that's usually the trick. Because most times, like I used to work in a, a couple wine stores around town, and, and people would really stumble over this this grape more than any other grape, except for like Riesling. People always said Riesling, and it made me crazy. Um, but Gewurztraminer <laughs> is a tough one to say. Or some people say Gewurztraminer. I don't know. Whatever. Anyway. Well,
0: whatever it is, I am enjoying it thoroughly. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, update. The fancy glass, which feels yeah. like paper, like it's so light, it's crazy. Yeah. It's disturbing. Um it, it does taste a little bit different out of it. Mm-hmm. Like not like better or worse, but mm-hmm. just a little bit different. I think further to what you were saying about like the air yeah. being allowed in, yeah. it has less of an aggressive first.
1: Okay. Yeah. See, bite. It, hmm. This is interesting. It's yeah. This wine is a little spicy. It's got a, a little bit of of sweetness to it as well. Just a hint, though. Like it's thirteen and a half percent alcohol, so it's fermented dry. So it's natural, sort of like fruit sweetness versus like residual sugar sweetness. You know what I mean? Um. Uh. But yeah, it's quite tasty. It's like, it's got like almost like a peach candy thing that sort of hangs around at the end or something. I don't as know. you
0: said though, I am getting like a little spice mm-hmm, kick mm-hmm. at the end. Mm-hmm. Like right here on my mm-hmm. tongue. On the front part of my tongue mm-hmm. that you can't see me pointing to, but <laughs> it's here.
1: But we heard you point at it. Yeah. Um, yeah. You don't know, even... I'm drinking it out of the plebe glass. It's pretty good. <laughs> I, <laughs> I think we should just I'm always like refer to it as the plebe I'm glass going, from I'm now I'm on. Full tilt. I'm, go- I'm passing the mid-range glass. I'm going right to the, the high-end one now.
0: It is very aesthetically pleasing. I will say that.
1: I don't know. I don't know if it really makes that much of a difference. To me, it feels... To me, the wine actually feels a little bit different on my palate. Like, it feels a little bit more viscous or something. Like, um, good word. Well, it sometimes has that. Like, it doesn't have a lot of acidity like Riesling, so it tends to. Yeah, I know. I use viscous all the time, right? probably more than anyone in this newsroom. Um, uh, but, uh <laughs> that's a strange thing to say. Um, <laughs> but it's true. It, it just got has this texture that, like, Riesling is a little bit more, um, even when it's made dry, it's got this really great acidity running through it that, that gives it this real verve and focus there you go i used another dropping dropping <laughs> great words left and those, right. are, those are good words yeah but uh this has a little bit more texture to it i find um but it's 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 quite tasty i would and you could pair this with s- so many different things you could do it with anything from like you know chris- typical christmas dinner to like thai food curries um spicier any spicier mm-hmm. fare for sure so so do you want to do
0: like a quick little wrap up of price yeah, where you can yeah. get it
1: so yeah it's available oh yeah sorry that's a good good point it's available at like pretty much every liquor mart in in, in anywhere uh in Manitoba probably t- for sure in the city uh and some private wine stores i guess if they choose to carry it it's regular 14.99 it's on sale right now for 13.49 and it's the sumac ridge 2016 private reserve Gewurztraminer from Okanagan Valley in British Columbia. I always like sort of supporting Canadian wine, for sure. Too, so whenever I can.
0: Well, thanks very much for joining us again, Ben. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I just kicked, kicked the, table, the table, which thankfully I w- did I not have, have my expensive glass <laughs> on because it was in my hand. So.
0: Uh, and then Ben will be back in a few weeks to do... I think we talked about doing some mulling wines yeah. for oh, our yeah. holiday theme. Yeah. I already know what I'm going to pick. So. Okay, yeah. so great. So It'll be, be a back. one
1: liter bottle and it'll be super cheap. <laughs> that, <laughs> it'll be well under alert. the $15 price point. Oh yeah, yeah like for sure. <laughs> even after taxes. But it, it's good. It's one of my favorite like budget wines for sure.
0: Well, tune in for that one then in a few weeks. Yes. Thanks, Ben. Thanks for having me. As always, you can find everything that we've written... Uh, at com. you can also follow (laughs) us I feel like that wasn't even a real sentence but everyone (laughs) gets the gist but I usually say I usually say what we are working on but we're not working on it anymore it's done it has been worked on it is finished so it's like you confused yourself halfway through. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> so it's like you can find our completed <laughs> articles <laughs> at winnipegfreepress.com, which is true. Um, you can also follow us on social media. I'm at Jen Zaretti on Twitter and Instagram. And I'm at Naya Rabble on Twitter and Instagram. And you can email us at bury the Lead at com. And don't forget December 16th. Put it on your calendar. We're going to talk about it a lot between now and then. So get yes. used to it. With ticket information, guest information, all that kind you of stuff. You guys have no idea what is coming your way. I am so excited. It's going to be the best. Save the date. December we'll 16th. In December 16th. And we'll see you next week.